Hey guys, we got an awesome episode today. Lots of questions about slipping into the DM. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it one more goddamn time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it works, people. You tell a friend. I bring the funny. You get the podcast. That's what it is. Just And, and listen, it feels so good. The best compliment in the world is when you screenshot you listening, you make it your Instagram story, you tag a bitch, a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, or me, and you let the world know, sing the song of J-Train. Sing it, people. Sing it loud. Sing it proud. Make it your Instagram story. Instagram stories, it's just a great way what I love about the Instagram story post, great way for you to not bother people, but bother them. And, and I put up this story. I, I tweeted this the other day, and it got weird feedback. And, and listen, the Instagram story, when you see the little dots up top, and it's like little mini dots, you're like, oh, here we go. But we're going to give you three stories. I'm going to watch for three. And then see if I'm in. And they're going to be quick watches. I, you know, I'm not sitting there, but I'm going to give you a shot. And I, you know, my advice, the reason this podcast works is that, is that I always relate, well, if I'm doing it, if I'm thinking it, the person across the aisles thinking it, doing it, within 10%. If I feel a certain way, you're probably going to be similarly feeling. We're not that different. That's the great disappointment of the internet is to find out that your pizza joke is just like everyone else's pizza joke. The great disappointment of the internet is to find out that we're not different special snowflakes. We are the exact same raindrop. Just a bunch of drops across this great country. And I love it. Because that's why the podcast works. You guys, you know, I'm not an advice expert. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All I know is how I feel. And I know that it's probably similar to how you feel. So when I see the bullshit and I call out the bullshit, I can see how mad people get. I said, your concert Instagram stories are fucking bullshit. They suck. All of your concert Instagram stories suck. And, 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 and the tweet wasn't to say they suck for us as a watcher. Let's start with the watchers. Let's start with the people you claim to be entertaining. You can barely see who's on stage. You can barely hear it. Sometimes you're screaming the lyrics along with it, so we're not even getting the real person singing. And it's just not a good video. It's just not a fun watch. Now, fine. 
you don't care. You, you, okay, fine. You don't do it for me. You're not doing it for the watcher. You're doing it for you. Are you? Is that a fun time at a concert? You're spending the whole time creating a documentary when you could just be enjoying it? If I'm at a concert, I take the one picture in, at my seats with the people behind me taking the picture. I pose from the seats with my girl, with my guy. We get the one post. We say where we were. We get everything out of it that Instagram offers. The likes, the fanfare, the showing that I'm doing something that you're fucking not because you're poor and a loser. I'm getting all that with the one post. With the story, when you do 7,000 stories of the concert, you're not even getting fun at the concert. You're spending all your time taking videos when you could be enjoying the moment, having a good time. And I'm not an enjoy the moment guy, believe me. I'm not one of those people that's like, we gotta get off our phones now. No, 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 I'm fucking addicted too. If you got nothing funny, that's why I always, ABF. ABF, baby. Always be funny. That's why I only put out shit. If it's a promo, I'm going to make fun of myself. If it's a thing, you know, if I'm going to go to the glass blowing museum, I'm going to post something about the glory hole because uh, I'm going to make that joke. If it says glory hole above the fire thing, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. That'll be funny for somebody. But if I just take a picture of the glass blowing and go, isn't glass nice? You're going to go, what the fuck am I doing here? So when you post the concert ones, you're ruining your time at the concert. You're ruining my time at home watching you at the concert. You've ruined everything. It's not good for anybody. And I'm here sitting here admitting that there are selfish reasons we post Instagram posts. And you're saying, and, and this isn't even helping you. You're ruining your concert. You're ruining my day. And so then people were writing, and that's, you know, to bring this all back the, to, to the original point, that make it your Instagram story. You, you know, people will look at it and go, oh, yeah, you, oh, what's this? And then you've given them something funny. You've given them the gift of J-Train. And then I had people commenting on my post that I made fun of these people that post the concert stories. And the comments would, would all be like, uh, no, I take these videos for me to watch the next day. Then, then if, if that's the case, take them on your own phone, save them, and watch them the next day like a fucking weirdo. That, that, because you're lying now. You're lying. You want to show that you're at the concert. But you can do that via a post that's actually nice and looks good. So thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm happy you guys are here. I'm very excited about today's guest. A good friend of mine. Hilarious comic. He's He was a New York guy. It, it took too long. I'm happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Such a pleasure to have you. With J.F. Harris, everybody, at the J.F. Harris on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support, super funny. What's up, buddy? Dude, this is so great. It's fun to be here in your element watching you do this. This is how you go watch me work, baby. I know. It's great because I've been <laughs> seeing you like build this over the years. Sure, sure. And it's beautiful. Thank you, man. Especially watching that fun Instagram rant because I totally 100% agree with all of that. And I, listen, It drives me nuts. It's dude, like you're at a concert. You paid $100 to be there. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have fun with it, but also get your post. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. you shouldn't, or do the one story that shows that you're there. Yeah, but a thousand—it's the worst. And I get it. maybe concerts aren't that fun. Maybe yeah. we're all lying to ourselves. Maybe that's why they're doing it because they're not fun. They're like, and I do understand the guns in your pocket. I got to use the gun. 
Oh yeah. So I understand that like you have access to the hot mic. You're gonna say something into it, and you're like, I gotta show people. I get two stories. Yeah. Three I get. Seven. One. If you're gonna do one at the beginning of the concert, here's us walking into the venue. We're so excited. Sure, love and it. And then you do one of the hit song. Sure, love That's it. That's it. Fine. You can get away with those two. And I'm a guy who live Instagram stories The Bachelor, so I understand having too many Instagram stories. I understand someone bowing out. I yeah. get it. But at least I have a purpose here. Yeah. Your purpose is what? Yeah. This the muffled sound of a of a great artist. The worst. It's awful. I remember a couple of years ago, I saw one of those concerts in the park in yeah. Central, Central Park here. And I remember realizing, oh, half of these people aren't here for this concert. Half of these people to have people see them be here at this concert. Well, you know, there's, there's, there's truth to that. Instagram has created the do it for the gram culture. And it is, I do understand that. I, I think people are doing more and more things than they would have ever done in another time just because of the thought of getting the posts out of it oh yeah i mean i see people at my shows that are like that you know where they, they I, I mean i do i have certain people and i say i go and i listen I'm, i know i'm giving a good show i know that they're enjoying but there is a part where i say i'll be taking a picture afterwards and there's someone there going i gotta get this picture to let people know i got out of the house and yeah. i i appreciate <laughs> that i'm that way so i i do understand also, we're going on vacation to places that we never would have gone to before. A hundred percent. Because of Instagram. People... Are, I, mean, I, I went to Paris yeah. over New Year's with my girlfriend. 90% of what we did are things that I found via Instagram. And, and Bakeries. It, but that's like a powerful thing. I, and it's, it, that's a good and bad thing. Yes. You know, the, um, like I, 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 I really, you know, there's those Instagram places. So, so there's Instagram places that are like, are places that everyone goes on. Mykonos, uh, Reykjavik, Reykjavik uh, uh, Tulum. Um, and now the new one is Mexico City. Oh my God! Everyone's that, going to Mexico so, so City. Mexico City is and uh, Cartagena. Cartagena was the most recent one. Now Mexico City is the one that we're going to see a lot now. Oh, so much! That's how powerful Instagram is. It got people to go to a city that has no beach. There's no beach, <laughs> and there's nothing to do. You can go to a museum like you're some sort of fucking philanthropist. And for years, was known for murder. It's like what? <laughs> All of a sudden, every chick wants to go to Mexico City. It's like, I, I, it, that is how powerful Instagram is. I got to go and try the mole there. Yeah, what? Yeah. This is where I've never been more surprised by a vacation to this nation in my whole life. And that's not, that's not to, to besmirch the people of Mexico City. I'm sure it's a great place. No. But I, like, hey, I don't go, go fucking travel somewhere for a museum. There's not even a mountain to ski on. <laughs> This is fucking crazy, and it's a. And that being said, I have booked my Mexico coast. Have trip. you really? No, no, oh no, 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 no. I, I was about to go crazy. No, but we've been talking about it. About yeah, a, yeah. About a year ago, we were saying we were gonna go, dude. And, and it's gonna become Tulum. It's gonna become Cartagena, and and listen, it's happening with people's bodies too. Have you noticed that? No. What do you mean? There was a chick that I was at the cellar. And they, at the cellar, they have the, the stairway that goes up to where the restaurant is at the olive tree. There's a woman that's at the top of the stairway. And I'm looking at her going, holy fuck. I was like, this is a hot fucking chick. And then the, uh, I think Jay's one of the security guards. He's like next to me. And he's looking like, Woo, yo, shit. You know, we're like hitting each other, looking at this chick, doing what dudes do. And all of a sudden, she comes down. And like she shape shifted, 
Like, and all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden, like, she, like, got closer and closer. You're like, this body is, like, crazy. Then she took the right to go to the bathroom, and her ass was, like, seven feet behind her. As Like, all the the dimensions of her, once you got close, you're like, what is this? It was, you were like, oh, the... Pure surgery. I don't know if it was surgery, but it feels like people are getting in shape for Instagram. Like it feels <laughs> like they're getting like she She knows her, there's money out there specifically. She knows that she has made her body to do one pose. And and I looked at Jason, I, I think it was Jason at the at the cellar, and I looked at him, I go, dude, she only goes to the gym for one body part. That's where she makes her money on Instagram. That's where she gets her followers. And she probably does this one butt angle because the butt was fucking huge. And listen, I love a big butt. I, I ain't I ain't talking shit on a butt. I love a butt. I love a, the bigger the better. But I the it wasn't even normal big. It was like I was like, oh, this is all for this isn't even for the live show. <laughs> <laughs> this is only for Instagram. This is only for lights, camera, action. Yes. You see it with lips too a lot. That, yeah, I don't there's some lips that you see in person. You're like, these are Instagram lips. These are fake ass lips. These are they, you know, uh, someone. I think my girlfriend showed me like you know one of the Jenners or whatever, one of the Kardashians. Yeah. The if you close up, you can see that like the line, the lip lining was like seven inches above where the lip actually was. <laughs> and it's like, if you saw it in person, you'd be like, you've done your makeup wrong. But now, because it's on Instagram, nobody can. we're painting the picture for the picture. That's insane. Isn't it crazy? That is so, insane. It's, it's so, you know, it's just something, something to be on the lookout for. But listen, all of you guys should go follow J.F. Harris. I've known, we used to do open mics together. We literally started in stand-up together. Started in stand-up together. Then you moved to LA. You've opened... For like a murderer's row of comedians. <laughs> yeah. I, Tell the people who you've opened for. So I used to go out with uh, Steve Byrne. I used to go out with Greg Fitzsimmons. I go out with Whitney Cummings. Uh, I go out with Joel McHale. And I go Joel out, McHale. And who's the next one? And I was going to say I go out with the Impractical Jokers. So these are like, what's the what's the biggest difference between all the, you know, if you could say like the Impractical Jokers, those toward, you're opening uh, for those are, a improv are, group. Well, they do a, like a live scripted kind of show. Okay, uh, but that's and we a, love the impractical yeah. jokers. Sal's the best. Yeah, Sal's my homie forever. Uh, those you are, were the one that brought me to Sal's bar. Yeah, yeah. I used to run that bar show on Staten Island. I've told the story on this podcast before, just about meeting Sal Volcano, who's one of the impractical jokers, and then him becoming a international celebrity. But meeting him at this bar is because you did this show. Yeah. And we used to go on the ferry out to Staten Island. We'd do the show and then just get super fucked up at it was that free, bar. Yeah, it was free booze, free meal. Yeah. And we all used to just like hang there until three in the morning. And then he would drive us to back to the ferry. Yeah. I remember this. So what's the difference between, you know, what's McHale like versus Whitney Cummings? Is there different crowds? Do you have to change the jokes? I never change the jokes. For the jokers, I change it up a little bit because there's kids there. Really? Yeah. Like so that they, age they, range is from like seven. Seven. Yeah. So. To like 90. How many How many openers do they have at a show? Just me. 
Just you. Or, or me or Fenoya or Yeah, but JD. on a stadium, they'll just do one opener. One opener. And how long do you do? 12 minutes. And they're like, stay clean or do they... No, they don't tell me to stay clean, but you try to keep it. I kind of treat it like a TV set. I like to yeah. walk it to the edge, but not go over. Okay. So, I mean, do you see us... Like, will you be like telling a joke, then all of a sudden you look down and some woman is fucking breastfeeding or some shit i wouldn't be shocked at one of those shows yeah like they've had babies at their shows before i don't i mean but also that's the it's a know, family show what's interesting about that is you know when you get into comedy you get in because you're like i'm gonna do some jokes yeah that's like the the initial for most people yeah is, i'm gonna be funny for money that's what i want to do and then you start seeing where people like take their rights take their lefts like you know, for me, this podcast is a certain type of right. Oh, now you give advice. Oh, now people come because they, they know your dating advice. So, you know, or I do the Bachelor stuff, and they're like, I know you from that, so that's why I come to shows. So it's interesting when you see, like, the Impractical Jokers, where you're like, oh, that is... And if someone thought of that ahead of time, they'd be a genius. Yeah. But they, you know, oh, I'm going to do... A fun show where we pray planks on our friends and you could come from 8 to 80, 85, could all enjoy the show. You'd be like, okay, that's the career everyone should be going for. But it, yeah, no one thinks of that. No, they didn't even, they were just like, they were like MTV and a couple other channels were looking for prank shows. And so they just made one on their iPhones. Unbelievable. And then sent that in. And Did you like, know them before doing comedy? I knew... Because you're from Staten yes, Island. Yes, I knew... Well, I was already doing some comedy, but I knew Sal from that bar where I threw that show from sure. hanging out, being from there. And Joe and my sister hung out when we were kids. So crazy. What so a small nuts. world. And, and what's it like? Joel McHale, like, I loved him on the soup he's the best i've been touring with him probably the longest we've been at touring for like six years yeah and that's like the best because he doesn't give a shit what i do i can work on new stuff i can do sure old stuff and his fans are smart because they're like community fans and soup fans so uh, they like jokes yeah 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 yeah. and they're yeah. just good people that's great they treat the staff well they tip nice you know it's the kind of folks you want in a comedy audience that's awesome so everyone should go follow jf at the JF Harris on Twitter and Instagram at the JF Harris on Twitter and Instagram jfharris.com if you want to see him live he's traveling this great nation always always traveling let's do some emails you ready yeah let's do it jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com I like this how to not be the weird couple at work <laughs> Dear Jared, Shelby, and esteemed guest. Oh, Shelby's still sick. We taped two in a day. Shelby's out, but he will not be out at Laugh Boston this weekend. Ooh. I'm coming, Boston. All four stand-up shows are sold out. Holy fucking shit. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. But we added a fifth show, and that is a live J-Train podcast. We're doing dating app makeovers. We're doing hypotheticals. We're doing... Would you rather's and red flag deal breakers and we're going to have a special guest and we're going to have your deal reveals. If you have texts with guys or girls that you're wondering, what's the deal with this person? Send it in so that I can go through it. And we'll bring you on stage. We're going to do emails. So send them in. Laugh Boston. Uh, that's March 2nd. That's tomorrow. Um, and then I'm coming to. Oh, on the 9th, I'm at the Kennedy Center in D.C. Oh, that's a fun place. Fun place. I'm going to Kuwait. What? The troops, baby. You're doing a USO. It's somewhat. I don't know who's... 
There's a question of what group I'm going with. ISIS? Um, you going with ISIS? No, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, what, I'm going, that's what I'm performing for. I, I've chosen. They paid more. Yeah. I, uh, no, I I have complaints about everything. Yeah, but yeah. like sometimes when comedians get involved planning the trip, oh, it's, no. you always, it, it, what happens is you have to... Here's the thing. We live in an incentive-based world. People will do what's right for them, and then they'll do what's right for you. All of this stuff. So, you know, for you, if you're on, you follow someone on Twitter that is uh, this big fucking, you know, person that's always on the side of right. Well, they are always on the side of right because it's it right gets them that. more followers. There's, there, they have, uh, there's, there's, you know, there's something to be gained there. Oh, they never have an opinion that lands in the gray. Yeah, because they know what gets them retweets. So people are self serving. So sometimes a comedian gets in charge of planning a comedy tour and I'm going to Kuwait to perform for the troops. And you're like, all right, why is, well, why can't I go Delta? Oh, you have a deal with someone else? You know, yeah, yeah, why yeah. can't I? Because you're on American. That's where your miles yeah, you, are. They get points on that. Yeah. Oh, why? Why haven't we gotten our flight details yet? Why? Why? Oh, we stayed at a five. It's a five star hotel. Yeah. Well, why? Why can't I check in? Oh, you check in for me? I can check in myself. This happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially in comedy. S- somebody's so, getting their Marriott points. Somebody's getting something here. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm coming to Atlanta, Laughing Skull. Oh, uh, I'm coming to Cellar Vegas, Vegas, Gotham, April, Philly in May. I need you in Philly. And you then doing, you doing helium or punchline? Punchline. Nice. We're going to punchline. Dear Jared Shelby, an esteemed guest, longtime listener, first time emailer, sending lots of feathers your way. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over two years and are college juniors. We have recently been through the rigorous recruiting process for summer internships. By chance, the best offer we both received was from the same company in Boston. Okay. We had talked about uh, this going in and had always thought we would end up at different firms in the same city. We both are... Happy to accept our offers, found a great apartment, a sublet, but now we're getting nervous about being that couple at work. The intern class, intern class is small, and although we'll be staffed in different sectors and not ever directly working together, there are plenty of intern bonding events, and I'm sure our relationship is bound to come up around the office. How do we come off? How do we not come off as the crazy college couple who works together? We are very independent, currently studying abroad in different countries, and not super touchy or anything like that, and want to be our own individuals at work. Do you have any tips for working with someone you're dating? Keep up the great work. Hope to catch a show in the summer in Boston. What do you think, Mr. Harris? I just don't be super PDF. It's real simple. And then also when one of what's going to happen is one of the coworkers is going to hit on her and yeah. then the dude just has to not get weird about it. <laughs> That's yeah. literally it. Just don't be possessive. Sure. And just be like, "Yeah, she's real hot." Yeah. That's my girlfriend. Totally cool that you said that. I appreciate yeah. it. Also, yeah, I mean, like, she's very aware. Yeah. This email, you already are fine because you sent the email. Yeah, you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game. So, and and listen, if a coworker hits on you, you go back to your boyfriend, you tell him, I, I, I think it's your responsibility to say no to the coworker and have your boyfriend just not be involved. Yeah. You know, it's like, and, and also, like, you know, being yourself and not hanging on each other, not being touchy-feely at work, those are all things. Here's the, here's the reality, though. You're 
gonna be the weird couple at work. Okay. <laughs> the reality is you can't drive other people's cars. So what happens at work is that everyone's fucking bored and everyone's life is the fucking same. And if they find one variable, it's all people talk about. Yes. So when you come in as the couple, intern couple, there's some older dude, older woman who will, it's, it's literally catnip for them. Yeah, they're going to be telling you that you're not going to make it. And they're, or they're going to be like, <laughs> this is so cute. They're going to make yeah. a bigger deal out of this than you would ever think people would make out of it. Yeah. Be prepared for that. If it doesn't happen, maybe I'm wrong. But I know what happens in these workplaces. They're little tiny like ecosystems. And when, one, when someone hooks up, Everyone Everybody wants to talk about it. it. Everyone wants to break up the day with some gossip. Hot goss is a fun thing. And you guys are just ready, built, set it and forget it, hot gossip. <laughs> so understand that. Don't be offended by it. Understand that someone's going to make a weird comment about you guys working together and how, how like they're going to... Don't have sex in the copy room. Something along those lines. What Something's going to happen. I don't know what. I don't know how. But... The one thing you should never do, don't, I, I think, you know, this is the podcast of empathy. I'm the emperor of empathy, okay? I, I like the king that. of brunch, the, uh, you know, the prince of promos. The emperor of empathy is here for you. And a lot of times, like, like I have the shows in Boston coming up, okay? Um, and this is to relate to the idea of just empathizing with someone else, not being a dick, even though they sound like a dick. We live in cancellation times. We live in a times where you're canceled. Get the fuck out. You're never going to work again. You know, like, these, go away from that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to urge the listeners of the J Train podcast to not get involved with such matters. Because I have people calling me going... I have people texting me from home, like high school friends, family going, hey, I think there's something wrong with the website. I can't get a ticket to the show. It says it's sold out. Uh, can you just like get me on a list? And that is them going, well, you, you know, they don't know that anyone even knows who I am doing comedy. They don't um, realize that. No, it's not broken. Yeah. I, I'm I, good at my job. I, I, people like what I do and like the podcast. And that's, they don't realize they just backhanded complimented. Sure. They, yeah. yeah they're, they're, there's, but that's what people do. Yeah. Everyone's in their own world. Everyone's doing their own thing. My aunt texted me going, hey, we got to get on the list. It's sold out. I don't know why. I guess it's a big weekend in Boston. Like, there's no thought of like, <laughs> like no. I'm, there's no reaction where it's like, I'm, wow, yeah. you sold out the show. No, it's not like that. It's always like, yeah, I guess the Westin Hotel must have a big convention. <laughs> and I and listen, I don't take any offense to that whatsoever. And you you know you can go down the rabbit hole of picking apart everything people say. And listen, our job as comics is to, to notice. Pay, yeah. It's so, to pick things apart. Yeah, so I, you know, growing up, my mom, you're so sensitive, you're so sensitive. No, I just notice. Yeah. I just notice. I'm not mad, I'm not anything, but I'm saying to her right now, you're going to be the weird couple. Someone will say something weird. You just drive your own boat. Yeah. And if someone says something weird, laugh it off and move the fuck on. Just yeah. don't take it too personally. Because workplace environments just bring that type of shit out in people. And also, it doesn't matter. It's an internship. You're not going to probably be working there in a year. It's literally going to be six weeks or two months of your life or whatever, and then you're gone. The both yeah. the two of you guys are going to go off and actually live your lives, and New these people are going to be there and be sad still. Like, remember those 
20 year olds who are yeah. having sex yeah they just want to everyone wants to just talk about people having sex yeah listen work hard play nice yeah that's all you got to do j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with jf harris at the jf harris on it's, twitter and instagram it's jf like the initials just like the initials yeah at the jf harris we're sponsor people speaking of work i love this sponsor zip recruiter ZipRecruiter, hiring people is challenging. There's so many job sites, resumes to go through, and ways to review people. But there's one place you can go where every hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over hundreds of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Listen. As someone who starting a podcast is starting your own business. And I understand that you just are looking for things to make your life easier to find people. I used to, when I was selling life insurance, I used to find interns. I would try to find interns and I would put on ads on Craigslist. And that became a job in itself. This is just hard. It's hard to find the right people. and It's hard to explain the thing you need. ZipRecruiter does all of that for you. So my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's for free. That's for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's J-T-R-A-I-N, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Here with J.F. Harris. You're in a relationship? Yeah. How that, long? Uh, shit, probably like four years now. Four years. You're a relationship guy. I was at your wedding. You were at my wedding. Yeah. That relationship did not work that out. That didn't work out. <laughs> but listen, you live and learn and move on. Yeah. Uh, and then like maybe like a little bit after that, like three months after that, I met person. Three per- months after the divorce after or the after div- the, the uh, ending? Di- di- after the ending. Divorce takes years. Divorce wow. took two years. This person writes, their title is, I want to cheat on my significant other. Oof. It's kind of hot. <laughs> it's kind of hot to like admit to that. Like, I want to fucking cheat. I mean, it's hot, but also... From a woman. This is a lady <laughs> listener. Like that's, yeah. I don't know why that is. That's not fair. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you hear, if I heard a woman be like, yeah, I want to fucking cheat on my... I'd be like, Phew. I'd have to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I You're like, I'm hard. I'm going to go stand outside yeah, I need right to now. get out of here. Yeah. Oh, I just want to fucking cheat on this loser. I'd be like, Phew. Yeah. what are you doing to me? Hi, J-Train. Long time no talk. I don't know if you figured this out yet, but BFE means butt fucking Egypt. Yeah, we had an email where someone wrote BFE. I was always a uh, bum fuck. Yeah. Not. Uh, oh yeah, he's out in you bum know, fuck nowhere or bumble fuck bum yeah. fuck nowhere. I guess things have changed. Bum fuck Egypt, butt fucking Egypt. What's that from? I don't know. I don't, it's weird yeah, how these terms. Fuck is bumble the, fuck was yeah. always the yeah. one. And why are we doing this to Egypt? Yeah. We don't know what Egypt is like. And it means in the middle of nowhere. I know. I heard you have a tough time with the phrase, uh, that phrase the other day on the podcast. We're not judging. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
I've been having temptations to cheat on my serious significant other for a mu- couple months now. There's someone on social media that I'm extremely attracted to. I daydream about them. I've actually had dreams about them. I click on their Insta stories first and look to see if they view mine. I don't even look for my significant other. And I've even masturbated to them. I understand I've clearly made a fantasy of this person. They might not even be good pers- uh, good for me or not, uh, nor a good person. But I literally cannot get it out of my head. It's beyond frustrating. Some days I feel like I shouldn't be with my significant other, and then other times I couldn't be more grateful for them. I'm having mixed thoughts, and this just isn't helping. I guess I'm just wondering where the line is with temptations. I know it's normal to have a relationship every once in a while, uh, to, I know it's normal to have in a relationship every once in a while, but when it, uh, when does it go too far? When should you just end it? Lost in lust, not a nut tickler. What do we think? I mean, it sounds like she's not that happy in her relationship. Yeah, it, it, and there is like... I, I, yeah, you can be in a good relationship and still have sexual fantasies about other people. Of course. But when it's, when it's dominating your time, when you're checking to see if they checked your Insta stories... You're checked out on your current relationship. Yeah. I mean, it is it is one of those things where it's like there is a line and it's gray because if you're in a relationship with someone, it's always okay to romanticize. You're not romanticize, but to, to imagine. Keep it spicy in your head. A fantasy of, I mean, masturbation is a fantasy. Yeah. You take your mind wherever you take it and then you deal with the consequences <laughs> afterwards. You deal with the thoughts. You're like, I can't believe I was looking at that porn. And you're like, yeah, there's a moment of that. Like, where have I become? And then you find the arms of your significant other and you're like, oh, this is what's right and what feels good. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't. I'm, I have a girlfriend and listen, I'm not. Every masturbatory thing isn't to her. <laughs> I mean, if she's listening, sorry. But I mean... And I wouldn't expect her to to have every masturbatory thing be about me. I mean, that's what mine are. They're just all about you. All about me. <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. But I'm saying there is a line where it's like the minute you come back from that and you go, I don't even think of like I think the stories is when it really becomes like you're actively Yeah. If it's just when you're jaying off, that's one thing. Yeah. But if it's when you're like not just being sexual when you're like thinking about them during the course of the day. Sure. You're looking for an escape. You're looking for a way out. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, oh, this, and also it's like, yeah, you're not thinking like this person's going to give me the sex I want. You're thinking this person's going to get me away from this thing. That's Sure. That thing, this thing that isn't going according to plan or whatever. And here's the other thing. She writes in her email, um, this might not be good. Uh, they might not be good, uh, good for me, nor a good person. But I literally can't get it out of my head. It's beyond frustrating. Some days I feel like I shouldn't be with my significant other, and then other times I couldn't be more grateful for them. I, I'm having mixed thoughts, and this isn't helping. Sometimes I'm grateful for every relationship I've had in my past 100%. to get me to where I am now. Yes, that good relationships end. It's true. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not saying she should break up with him. No. But you should, I'm saying you should explore that a little yeah. bit more. I think you need to like go down that road. Like, listen, you've been divorced. Yeah. You don't look back on a divorce and go, well, that was a mistake I made with my life. You're my, like, mar- I the per- my marriage was one, uh, one of the best things I did in my life. Getting yeah. divorced was one of the best things I did in my life because I learned a lot from it. 
Totally. I so, learn a lot about myself as a person. I learn what I actually want, what I think I deserve. Sure. And and listen, this girl that's looking, you, what we don't want to admit to is that the toughest thing to admit and the thing that we like, that the there's a pie chart to relationships. And the pie chart includes fucking. Yeah. It oh, includes. And it's 100%, not 100%, but 100% includes it. What is it? It hundred percent includes it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's 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 a pie chart, and it's some of it's well, this person makes me laugh, and some of it, this person makes me come. Yeah. And the embarrassing reason to end a relationship is you don't make me come. Yeah. And and that's and we all you know whatever societally we all kind of like look at ourselves and we go, what am I a monster? I have this great person, but no, I, I, I want to end it because the because I'm fantasizing about someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Reason enough. It, intimacy, sex is a huge part of a relationship. It's a trust builder. It like it also changes over time. So hundred percent. So with her, where she's like, well, you know, it, it would be normal to to masturbate about someone else because you guys have been together a long time. Yeah. It's not normal to obsess about this person and to literally forget about the person you're with. Yes. So if you're stepping off into dreamland. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com, JF Harris, at the JF Harris. Ooh. Semi celeb crush. What's my move? Train, day one listener. Thank you for all the content you put out over the years. I am sure so many others genuinely appreciate the laughs and insight. Feather, feather. I have a situation I want to get your take on. I'm living in New York, in a new city. On the West Coast, and I've noticed a girl I followed on social media for a while moved out here to a nearby neighborhood as well. She's a decent-sized following, less than 100K, but still tens of thousands. We've interacted a few times publicly on her accounts, replies, etc. She's never followed back or responded to DMs. Oh, so he's sent some DMs. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to Things slide in. Well, I love that he's like, yeah, publicly we respond. Yeah. You know, in the comments, she responds. Yeah, because she that, likes my heart. She hearts my things. Yeah, that gets her paid. Yeah. <laughs> like again, incentive based. Uh things that I consider interactions that in- indicate genuine interest. I've had uh but never followed back or responded to DMs, things that I consider yeah, genuine interest. I've had no indication that she's even seen the DMs. She has. So my optics uh, optimistic side wants to think that they've been reject they weren't rejected, ignored, but also know this could be wishful thinking. I will say, again, let's go back to the beginning of this podcast. We're 10% away from each other. I feel these things. You feel these things. I have a following that is in the, in the numbers that this guy is referring to. It's not hard to look at all the DMs you get. I'm not a woman, so I'm sure she's getting gross discuss you know yeah. she's getting approached in ways that i can't even imagine that it would horrify me a lot of eggplant emojis coming her way tons so she might just be so disillusioned with the messages that she's like i can't do this anymore i don't even look she's looking though it's human to look yeah so she's seen that you have dm'd she also the human brain has the capacity to remember who they've responded to publicly and ignored subtly privately yeah right i check the requests maybe once a week yeah every maybe every two weeks i respond to everyone on dm Uh, no i know i'm aware i I, I send you stuff and you send me hearts back and i'm like why is he responding and it's more 
a and then I respond with the hearts because I it's more like a an organizational thing. At least I got to it. Yes. I'm it's becoming daunting. But I I I will say she's ignored them as classily as she could. Yes. She she's if chances are she's not going to date someone she met via Instagram. You got a better chance bumping into her in your neighborhood and just being like, well, hey. then that, that becomes like something about Mary. Like you're like half stalking. Like, <laughs> oh, who are you? Is that you at the coffee? But we've, uh, I, I, he writes from what I can tell, we're about the same age. Both recent postgrads have a lot of similar interests as well as connections back home. And I think she's attractive. Duh. Yeah. Basically I've gotten to a point where I'm trying to do something about this online crush if possible something that ideally would get me into her radar but uh, bring about a more legitimate interaction whether that be positive or negative so i can move forward or move on let me know what you think i always find these situations odd because sometimes we're told persistence can pay off in relationships but also i think it's sensitive time for any type of male behavior that might not be deemed pushy or aggressive <laughs> p.s very happy that you found a lady hope the best for you too thank you That's I, I i love this email it it's a nice email. You know what it is? It's uh, as the emperor of empathy. This is an email where he's being so honest. Yes. About being a man in these times. Yeah. He's like, I want, I've sent a couple DMs. We interact publicly. I'm super attractive. He even is taking into account. Listen, I, and, and this is kind of the divide. You're, you can only he is ta- he's on the precipice of having a relationship with her that she doesn't know about yeah he's he's that's the thing he he thinks that there already is a relationship well he he thinks that they he's the 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 issue is and this is like very male where you're like, well, we like the same things. She would obviously want to fuck me on me. No, see, and I if, look good. My and, mom says I can look good in a suit. In my head, my first thought is he just listed all those nice things about him. Post grad, they have these things in common. Sure, go put those on a dating website and meet a girl as pretty as this girl with all those same interests. And who's actually, actually avail- looking? Who's actually looking and available? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a woman who is probably as pretty as this woman with all those same interests yeah. and things that you like out there. Sure, you're just not seeing her photos once a day. And and there is something to becoming like kind. And it's going back to the last email where the girl wants to cheat. You have created the world for them. Yeah. You've created, you know, oh, because they're at the gym, you think you guys are in common at the gym. You have no idea what it's like to argue with this person. You have no idea what it's like to 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 be next to this person at dinner. You have no, you are getting. You a haven't cur- met her shitty friends yet. Yeah. You're getting a curated look at life. Like I, I have a lot of people that will be like, oh, I would love to watch The Bachelor with you. Okay. You talk through the whole goddamn thing. Exactly. It's a <laughs> awful experience. I wouldn't let anyone else get a word in edgewise. I've sat here with my girlfriend and she's watched me do it and she's like and she's like like afterwards she's like, What the fuck was that? Like <laughs> like I'm Googling, I'm looking up shit. And and yes, I'm talking like if listen, if there was stadium seating here may, and I sold tickets, maybe it would be entertaining. I don't know. I would look at it and I'd be like, Who wants to sit with a shirtless asshole? Who farts and won't you know, shut the fuck up? funny in my show. head. While you were saying that, I was like, "He's shirtless, eating wings." Yeah, yeah. just hanging. Yeah, but also, I don't think it's a, what people have envisioned that being a fun experience wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't think maybe it would be, but I I don't think it would be. So, 
Um, and we're actually thinking of doing a live watch oh, for the should, finale. Yeah, you would uh, should 100% do we're, it. It's, it's been spoken about a few times, but it would be just such a long event that I don't know what venue would take me doing a three-hour show. Is that how long the thing is? The finale is? can go long. Wow. I, I, but I'll say to him, I think your advice is right. Take this, take this energy to an app. You sent the DMs. You tried. You took your swing. Okay, swing and a miss. Yeah. Um, I would maybe even stop from responding, talking over the public sec. Just know that they're publicly being nice because they appreciate that you enjoy their stuff. And also, when people comment on their photos, replies is what boosts things in the algorithm. It does help it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here at JF Harris. We're sponsored people. Love this sponsor. Friend of the pod. Mapalim, Mapalim, Mapalim. Guys, listen up. Mapalim is making high-end products for guys with natural oils and ingredients from the Mediterranean. That's right. The Mediterranean, the med. Finally, with Mapalim, you can get luxury grooming essentials with Mediterranean uh, from the Mediterranean at affordable prices. Listen, I love their products. I got the... The, the the oil is fucking amazing. You can put it all over your fucking body. It's just this beautiful. I'll give you something. I'll give you a little Sweet. squeeze on the hand. You'll throw it in your hair, and all of a sudden, you're a Greek god. Requa. It's great. Um, the, the, the body soap, the shampoo, the hair cream, I love it all. All of Mapalim's products are handcrafted with natural oils and nu- nutrients that are sourced from the region's different coasts. Um, Italy, France, Greece, Turkey, Spain, Mediterranean locals have been using these ingredients for thousands of years. And it's now becoming a growing trend among guys who want to become more conscious about what they use on their hair and skin. Here's the other thing. When someone walks into your bathroom, they judge the fuck out of you. Okay? <laughs> They're looking at your stuff. How do they how do they what are they using? When you go in there and you see some product that's made from fucking Mountain Dew, <laughs> That looks like it's on the on the X Games. You look like a, a child. You look like yeah. You look like a baby boy. You look like a baby. You look like a baby who went and was was had by marketing that told you that using their soap is going to get you boned. <laughs> okay, That's I've a, never uh, had sex with a girl because of the soap. I have had girls compliment me on the look of being a Mapalim guy. I mean, stepping. Oh wow, you're 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 an adult. Yeah, it is a huge step up when you actually start caring for yourself with adult male products. Yes, and that's what Mapalim is. Uh, so listen, it's all about Mediterranean lifestyle and enjoying the good things in life, the pleasure of simple luxury, indulging the things you love. So get your grooming essentials at Mapalim.com. That's M A A P L. Let me repeat that. M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Use promo code JTRAIN for 10% off. So I'm giving you free money towards a better lifestyle. That's Mapalim.com, promo code JTRAIN. Promo code JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN. Mapalim.com, M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com, promo code JTRAIN. Here with J.F. Harris. At... The J.F. Harris on Twitter and Instagram. We got time for a couple more. Let's blow through some. You ready? Hell yeah. This is fun as hell. Let's do it. Um, ooh, I like this. Persistent ex-boyfriend. 
Jared, looking for advice on how to handle a very persistent ex-boyfriend. We broke about two years ago. He had a very serious issues with alcohol, but since then he's consistently reached out to me. Initially, we both lived in a large city, but recently I decided to go back to school, so I moved back to our hometown. Within a few months, he also moved home. I hear from him at least once every other week through Snapchat or DMs. I never respond. He'll randomly pop up places if he knows I'll be there, and on Valentine's Day, he showed up at my work. Oh, no. This is, you know... Up until, yeah. <laughs> up until he randomly shows up at places, I'd be like, okay, hometown. They could, yeah. but then at work is nah. It honestly feels like he's put more effort into annoying me throughout our breakup than he ever did in our actual relationship. This makes some sense, actually. It's um, when you're in the relationship, it's like yo, know, you know, you, you don't appreciate it. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, and then when you don't have it. You need the validation. Yeah. So he comes back to you because you'll look him in the eye. You're the easiest person to come back to. Listen, I'm apologizing. I'll, I'll get to the part where I tell you to, you know, get a restraining order because I'm gonna about to get there. But I'm saying when it right now, I'm saying the the initial urge is like I just need the easiest person to go to is the person you just came from because that's someone who's already bought into you. Yeah, they they bought your bullshit. I have told him on multiple times. However, uh, however, I always try to be really gentle with him because my ex is a close friend of my brother-in-law, and I don't want to make the situation any more awkward for them. Then tell your brother-in-law to tell this guy to fuck off. Yeah, it was very rough for my brother to continue to be friends with him when we broke up, and I don't want to be responsible for ending their friendship. Well, uh, he's ending he that cares, friendship. Yeah, he yeah. cares less. Yeah, JF is right. He cares less about their friendship than you do. Yeah. Because he's now bothering. He's showing up at your work. Okay. Yeah. There's a point of that you can't be nice to people. Yeah. So I'm just looking for some advice on how to make it clear that I'm not interested in getting back together without causing some major rift in the friendship with my brother-in-law. So this is his. She included her picture for Shelby's lookalike. She's very pretty. Um, very pretty lady. But uh, Shelby's not here today. But we'll you know we'll get you a lookalike sometime. Um, what do you think? I think you got to like be real straightforward with this dude and just be like, hey, dude, if you don't knock it off, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. It's that it's got to be that straightforward because showing up at work is like unhealthy behavior. Yeah. You're also and and also he's being incredibly selfish. Yes. He's 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 making you feel uncomfortable at the place that feeds you. Yeah. So he's making the ability to live a life difficult for you in this town in this town also your brother-in-law should understand where you're coming from yeah he also to go back to something i said before this guy doesn't give a shit about his friendship with your brother-in-law a hundred percent if he gave a shit about the friendship with the brother-in-law he'd stop bothering you a hundred percent so there we go so start at that that he doesn't care about their friendship and then you go to the i would say to him hey i would send him a simple text hey you're at the point where you're making my life hard. Please stop contacting me. Please stop showing up at places that you'll know I'll be. If we run into each other, that's one thing. But right now, I'm a minute away from getting a restraining order. Yeah. And then, and I'm being super cautious because, listen, uh, this is who, these are the type of people that murder people. 
Yeah. Like to deny, like, yeah. you, you know, there's not, there's not, there's very, le- there's, I, I, I'm speaking out of my ass right now, but I have a feeling there's way less random murder than there is people who know each other murder. No, no. Most murders are people who know each other. So, and this is a guy who had issues with alcohol that, you know, the, it, the it sounds like some, tr- it sounds like some transferring shit. Like I'm a sober person, mm. but I like do stuff to work on myself. Yeah. If I w- was obsessed with an ex, that's clearly some kind of addict fucked up behavior. Yes. So he needs help. So yeah. you need to let him know that you're a minute away. From, and then you have to tell your family and friends. Yes. Because let the community protect. They need to know that, like, if they if they see him, that they gotta like be watching hey, for you. Yeah, and they gotta be like, "Hey, dude, you gotta back off." Yeah, and then you go to the brother in law and you have him talk to his friend. Yeah, and you say, "Say the brother in law, like, listen, he's showing up. Here's the here's the here are the facts. Showing up at my job. He's showing up all, at my job. That's okay? all you gotta do. I don't want to date him anymore, and he key, and I'm being nice because I don't want to ruin your thing. But you need to talk to him. Yeah, and tell him to stop, and that I'm becoming worried for my safety yeah that and and that might kick him into gear where he goes no most people i want to believe that most people don't want to be the person that makes them worry about their life yeah life but maybe that will shake him but also you you're not in this thing you don't have to do this anymore yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com who Okay. X fuck bud sliding into the DMs on V Day. Jared, need your manly wisdom. Background. Me. I've been dating my current boyfriend for a little over four months. Have been questioning the relationship for the past couple weeks due to his attitude, way he treats mother and sister, and other things. I Ooh. love being around him, but when I'm home when I'm alone, I start to uh, to doubt the relationship. Any Mother, guy, sister. yeah, anyone who treats their mom and sister like shit can fuck off. Treats his mother or sister or hers. Either way. Whatever it is. My ex, quote unquote, were never official. Met year and a half ago at a bar. Things went well. Things got serious after a month. Things get serious after a month. He bounced. I was devastated. A couple months go by. We become fuck buddies. I meet my current boyfriend, never hit him up again. He booty called me one night. I responded, I was in a relationship, don't hear from him until a couple weeks ago. He went through and liked four of my pics on Insta. Fast forward to Valentine's Day. I'm upset because my boyfriend didn't get me anything or really wish me a happy Valentine's Day at all. Uh, Sent a couple of texts in reference to something else. I decided the best thing to do is head to bed. It's like 6 p.m. 6 p.m.? Head to bed at like 6 p.m., Post a story about it. Is it too early for bed? Along, along with the sleep timestamp, along with the timestamp, then my ex responds to it. I'm looking for your opinion on his move because uh, if I ever bring this kid's name up to my friends again, they will likely murder me. So here's the convo. Enjoy. So here's the conversation. Oh, great! I love a visual. So he writes. So she posts the picture. Of the bed, 619, is it too early for bed? He writes back, alone, it's too early, yes. Now she writes back with the emoji of the girl going, I don't know. Right? Is that how you yeah. describe it? The two yeah, hands yeah, up. yeah, the, I don't know. Where's your bed, buddy, he writes. This is classic 
flirting with a girl who you have a past with that you think you've outfucked the new boyfriend. <laughs> I know this move. Yeah. He thinks he he thinks he has dick dominance on the boyfriend. I'm gonna coin that term. Dick dominance. He's got dick dominance on the current boyfriend. So he's and he also has nothing to lose. Uh, he also probably clearly does because she's even answering these messages. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He knows yeah. he's got yeah. something still with yeah. him. Where's your bed buddy? And then she writes back, my boyfriend, LOL, at his place. But it's V-Day, basically sex day, he writes. Love this. Ha ha, yeah, not tonight. He writes, sounds like no fun then. She writes, no, it's not. <laughs> See, at this point, you're out. He's in. Yeah. She's out. He's in. Yeah. She's out of her current relationship and is going to fuck the yeah. old dude. Yeah. Every guy would think that way, right? A hundred percent. She's not happy. She's a this other guy sounds like a uh, sounds like a loser. Like the the new boyfriend. No, the yeah, the new boyfriend. The old boyfriend. He, I get why she fucked him in the first place. This yeah. guy's smooth. Yeah, he's pulling all my my tricks. <laughs> she writes. He's listening. No, to the it's pop. not. He, and then he writes. Tell me possibly how. Now he's digging. Oh wait. In. Oh, there's more. How what? How sex versus no sex is better? I don't know. Sex shouldn't be everything. Yeah, she doth protest too much. <laughs> she's obviously upset she's not fucking her boyfriend on Valentine's Day because he didn't do anything for her. Yeah, he dropped he, the ball. He dropped the ball on Valentine's Day. Now, you know, new dick, dick dominance dude comes in. He writes, no, but I think it's enjoyable and part of it. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> but now he's like on the side of like, you should be with someone you want to fuck. Yeah. Me, but not with me. I yeah. just want to fuck you when I, was, I that, at my most. Yeah, that's that's another part of this I wanted to get into. Yeah, yeah he wants to fuck her at his it, most convenient moments. Yeah, this guy has no interest in a relationship with you because you said he was my ex, and then but the, we the, never really dated. Yeah, and then the so this was serious. Just, he bailed. Yeah, so this isn't the guy you want to fuck either. No, but I think it's enjoyable and part of it. And then she writes, I agree. So then wouldn't you rather be doing that tonight, he writes? And I don't mean to dig in on your relationship so you can tell me to shut up whenever you want. So he yeah, backpedaled there. Well, he backpedaled to just to let her know, full disclaimer. Yeah. If you want to stop this, it's kind of like the no, 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 yes type of thing. Like yeah. she was like, no, I don't want to have sex. Oh, uh, well, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I'm not looking to have sex tonight. I never have sex on the first night. Yeah. It's like that. And then going, no, of course. No, listen. Let I, me know whenever you're, you're, you're ready. You're not ready. And then she, he's hoping she gives it a, I'm ready now, come over. And then she writes, I can't cheat on him. And she, then he writes, I'm not asking you to do that or sleep sleep with you. I've been the one cheated on. I'd never wish that on anybody. Now, this that's is, hilarious. This is, this is, this is taken. This I guy, love it. Now he's the saint. Yeah. <laughs> now he's the, the patron saint of fucking. Now he's just looking out for you and, and hoping that you get some. Yeah. Well, what, what, this is fun. This is a fun mind play he's doing. And, and if you're listening at home and you're following along, take notes. What he's done is he responds to that. He knows she has a boyfriend. He responds to the to the sad Valentine's Day night. Yeah. You know, no boyfriend tonight. No dick. And then she goes, that's not everything. He goes, listen, I would never ask you to cheat. I've been cheated on before. Now he's he understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guarantee you, she was like, okay, come over. This dude would be like, on my way. Five seconds. I'm in the Uber now. She writes, so, he writes, I'm not asking you to do that or sleep with you. 
I've been uh, the one cheated on. I'd never do that to anybody. He, she writes, sorry, it's been a roughish minute. See, now he's in. Now he's been let into what's going on for yeah. real. Now she's admitted it's a roughish minute. I didn't mean to pose it like that. Why is it rough? Now he wants to know. He's, yeah. Now he's the. Now he's her her fucking companion. Compa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her counsel counsel on yeah. this whole fucking thing. I don't know. It just feels different lately. So just imagine, like if my if my girlfriend and I were fighting, and then she went to the guy she used to fuck randomly to open up about our fu- tough times. I'd Dead like, in the water. Game over. He writes, in respect to you, if you guys are working on stuff, I'm probably not the best person for you to be talking to because of our past. But it does break. Uh, but if it does break off, let me know. I'll come over and disappoint you with my bad sex performance. He's funny. He's funny. Well, he's playing this perfectly. Yeah. He's basically saying, I'm here for you to fuck after you're done with your boyfriend. Yeah. But I'll never be your boyfriend. I'll just be your fuck guy. Yeah. He, and and that's, he's being straightforward. She writes, ha, 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 thank you. And then he writes, but as always, I'll have plenty of enthusiasm and willingness. And then she writes back with the crying, she's laughing so hard emoji. Now, the, 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 and then he writes, I'm serious. And then she writes, I know you are. And then he writes, as long as we're on the same page. And then she writes, how's blank? She's dating her, uh, she's doing her dog stuff currently on the couch with me. Oh, it must be the dog. And that was it. She wants to know what's going on. I think we just told her what's going on. This dude knows he has dick dominance on the current boyfriend. Yeah. He knows he still owns a place in your heart, in your brain, in your thoughts. He, but he will never be more than what he was. Yes. No way. This guy does not. This, this guy is commit. king he's, of fucking right he's, now. He's, 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 he's swooping in on Valentine's Day trying to get a little piece of last minute yeah. action. And also not even that night. He's just laying down the groundwork being like, listen. I'm always here for dick. Anytime that bed's empty, I'm around. Yeah. I'm an option. Yeah. When you get out of this relationship and that bed's empty again, I'm here and I'm funny and I've already laid down the scene of what I am. Yeah. You know who this guy is. You know me. Old reliable. I'm also, here to cuddle you when you don't have no one to cuddle. You know a woman broke my heart and that's why I can't commit? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And he, you know, listen. Yeah, this is this is the move. You know, guy with a past. Yeah. He, this is, a, you know, as if he's fucking the guy from the fucking Lady Gaga he's movie. He's Jamie from Gilmore Girls. I don't even know who that no. is. Or not Jamie. Which I, He's uh, the fucking mustachioed one. Whatever it is, he's the guy, the tortured soul. Yeah. Oh, I've been cheated on before. I get it. I would never do that to somebody. But when you break up, I'm here to fuck. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JF Harris, thank you for coming on. Oh, this is a blast. So much fun at the jf harris on twitter and instagram go follow go support i'm jared freed if you're in boston come on out to the live j train podcast tomorrow also go to my website jaredfreed.com for tickets to philly atlanta dc i'm out there people come on out um we'll be back next episode boom